You're listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes, a production of the Ephesus School Network. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The company of the angels was amazed when they Hi, this is Father Aaron Warwick with Jason Everett, and you are listening to the Teach Me Thy Statutes podcast, episode number 55. Today's reading is from Luke chapter 11, verses 23 through 26. The Lord said, He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest, and finding none, he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there, and the last state of that man is worse than the first. As we begin today and uh, look more closely at the first verse I just read, verse 23 from the 11th chapter of Luke, would you help orient us in this chapter uh, of Luke's gospel and then discuss what Jesus is conveying when he says, he who is not with me is against me and he who does not gather with me scatters. Yes, one of the things we so often do on this podcast is to step back and look at the bigger picture of what's going on within the more isolated passages from each of these daily readings. And I believe it's of the utmost importance to do this. So if nothing else, I hope that our listeners have learned and continue to learn the importance, the necessity of this approach if one truly wishes to understand Scripture. Because it's so easy to look at verses in isolation, to take them out of context, to build up theologies and teachings, and then pick out verses here and there to to make your case. But to truly understand the Bible, you have to have a basic understanding, at least, of the whole, the whole picture. You require looking at the context. Yes, that's definitely something that I've really grown to appreciate, Father. And so many times on the podcast, you've shown how this is helpful and have illumined what is happening in some of the passages we've dealt with by taking that step back. So in doing that today, what do you see? What is the larger context of Jesus' statement, he who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters? Well, as you mentioned at the beginning of today's reading, this saying of Jesus comes from Luke chapter 11. It's verse 23. And to really understand why Jesus said that, I will go back to chapter 10 and work forward. Chapter 10 begins with Jesus calling the 70. And who are the 70? The 70 are apostles and disciples who were sent out by Jesus to be missionaries and to help prepare their hearers for Jesus' message. Now, we're all familiar, I'm sure, with the 12 apostles, but the 70 are additional apostles mentioned only here in Luke's gospel, but not in the other gospel accounts specifically as the 70. And one thing that's interesting about the 70 is that there seems to be connection between them being listed by Luke as the 70 and the 70 nations that are mentioned in Genesis 10, the generations, as they're often called, of Noah. It's an interesting connection that you bring up, Father, with the 70 apostles in Luke 10 and the 70 nations in Genesis 10. But I'm wondering, how is that important to what we are talking about in Luke chapter 11? Yeah, again, this is an example of why it's important to have a broad understanding of the Bible. So Genesis 10 is the last chapter of the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. It's the last chapter to deal with the nations before the Torah zeroes in on the story of Abraham and God's special relationship with the people of Israel. But before the Bible takes that turn to focus on God dealing with Israel, 
It sets the context for the entirety of the book, just like any good book has an introduction that sets the tone for the rest of the narrative. So in the Bible, what is the introduction, so to speak, is Genesis 1 through 10. And it's telling you that despite the fact that most of the story will focus on God's relationship with Israel, that it's doing so in purview of God's relationship with creation of all the universe and all creation and all nations. So to more directly answer your question, what Genesis 10 and the 70 nations has to do with Luke 10 and the 70 apostles is that Jesus is sending out the 70 apostles to teach to all nations, all people, all tribes, all tongues. And the 70 come back and report on their work, and they marvel that even the demons are subject to Christ's name. And so what does that have to do then, Father, with Jesus' statement in Luke 11, verse 23, that he who is not with Jesus is against him? Well, in Luke 11, right before Jesus makes this statement, he has cast out a demon that was mute. And I already established that in chapter 10 of Luke, you have the 70 going out to the nations, meaning to the Gentiles as well as to the Jews. And so that is the context leading up to our story today that you read. And I should also point out that in Scripture, the mute, or as it's often translated, the dumb, it's the same thing, but the mute or the dumb refers to the Gentiles. The blind refers to the Jews who had the law but lived or walked as though they were blind, as though they didn't have it or hadn't seen it. But the Gentiles are called dumb or mute because they don't even have the law and therefore they have no right to even speak in the synagogue or amidst the congregation, being seen by the Jews as being completely dumb or ignorant. So you see in the passage in Luke 11, a passage right before where you started reading today, Jesus cast out the dumb or the mute spirit. And this story follows chapter 10, where Jesus sent out the 70 apostles to the Gentiles, and they saw the Gentiles receiving the message and the demons being subject to Christ's name. And then in our passage where we picked up today, what had just happened was that Jesus himself was accused of being a demon that he was casting out demons by the ruler of the demons. In other words, there were people who were opposed to Jesus taking his message to the nations, to the Gentiles. They didn't want anything to do with the Gentiles or for the Gentiles to have anything to do with them. And so they accused Jesus of being a demon because he's associating with and healing and reconciling to God these people that they despise. That's very helpful. And I think I see where you're going with this. Uh, and I think it will help us understand what Jesus means when he says, he who is not with me is against me. But uh, please, Father, go ahead and explain now uh, what that statement means. Yeah, it means that if you are not accepting of Jesus' message to take the gospel to all nations, to all people, to all tribes, to all tongues, then you are against him. You're on the wrong side. If you want to be your own group of selective people, if you want to be your own exclusive club, then you're against Jesus. You cannot on the one hand claim that you accept Jesus' message, but then on the other, exclude those that you despise or disrespect or normally would disregard. You have to be open to accepting anyone and everyone. I appreciate the explanation, Father. And, and if I may add, I would say that it seems to also make sense of the second half of Jesus' statement where he says, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Yes, absolutely, because if you're not willing to gather the harvest with Jesus, which we know from all over the New Testament includes the Gentiles, then you're scattering, you're destroying or trying to destroy and ruin the authentic 
community of God. Again, thank you for that uh, detailed explanation and the exploration of, uh, of the broader context, which is so important. To conclude today's episode, I could definitely use some unpacking of verses 24 through 26, uh, which I'll read again and then uh, let you shed some light on this passage. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places seeking rest, and finding none, he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it swept and put in order. Then he goes and takes with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Could you help us to understand this, Father? Yeah, I think this passage is fairly straightforward, especially in light of what we just discussed, namely the necessity of accepting the Gentiles who are cleansed through Jesus and his teaching and work as part of the community of God. What Jesus is warning here is that accepting his teaching and way of life is something we must continuously choose to do. It's not a once and for all final decision. It's a decision we must make in our lives again and again and again, as I said, continuously. And what Jesus is warning here is that we will have to withstand temptation. We will have to withstand the pull of becoming an exclusive and elite club, a selective group of people. The demons that Jesus cast out will try to turn us back to our previous evil ways. The demons that Jesus cast out will try to turn us back to being self-righteous. And when you do that, when you turn to Jesus' way and then relent, it becomes even harder to go back to Jesus' way. And we see that play out in the New Testament. For example, we see that Peter and Paul in Galatians have this major dispute. And, and what is the dispute? The dispute is over this issue. After Peter accepted the Gentiles, he starts to relent. He starts to become tempted, you know, to go back and to be part of an exclusive uh, Jewish circumcised club. And that's why Paul has to forcefully argue with him for Peter to repent, as we know Peter did, and to get him back to sticking to Jesus' message of this open community, a community that accepts and welcomes sinners who need the healing message that only Jesus provides. And we're running out of time, of course, but I hope what I've said today is clear in the sense of how this message applies to our Christian communities even to this day, how we ought to behave how we should avoid the inevitable pitfalls of becoming exclusive clubs, which would mean we're opposed to Jesus and we're no longer gathering for him but scattering. Thank you, Father. In today's episode, we began with a reminder that in order to understand the Bible, we must, at a minimum, have a basic understanding of the whole of Scripture. Without this understanding, passages like the one we discussed today cannot be properly understood. After an overview of the connection between Genesis 10 and Luke 10, we can properly understand what Jesus means when he says, He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Jesus is telling us that we cannot claim to accept his message while also excluding those we despise. We must be willing to gather the harvest with Jesus rather than scatter, which is an attempt to destroy the authentic community of God. In the final verses from today's reading, Jesus provides us with a warning. We cannot view the acceptance of his teaching and way of life as a singular act on our part. It must be a continuous choice, one we must make again and again. Temptation will always return, and we must be prepared to withstand the sin of self-righteousness. For if we surrender to temptation, we may find it even more difficult to return. Thank you for listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes. We hope you tune in next week for a new episode. Alleluia, alleluia.
Glory to Thee. 